the, is it morning yet, deal. How about now? Or now? Because morning time is McDonald's breakfast time. And that's the best time of all the times. Get any sized iced coffee for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. And sweeten the deal when you pair it with a baked apple or pumpkin and creme pie. After all, why wait to treat yourself? Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. At Pennzoil, we have one job. Pioneering a motor oil so advanced, you don't have to think about your motor oil. Instead, you can think about how your engine sounds, how your stomach feels as the RPMs build, how your wheels hug the curves, and how, with the Pennzoil Platinum up to 15-year, 500,000-mile protection guarantee, your adventures will be many. Pennzoil. Long may we drive. Find it at Firestone Complete Auto Care. Enrollment required. Keep your receipts. Other conditions apply. See Pennzoil.com slash warranty for full details. Welcome to Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky. Our hope is that you will be encouraged and equipped through this podcast as we have conversations with friends from around the world. You can subscribe to our podcast and go to our website, firebornministries.com, and sign up for our email list to stay up to date on Fireborn Ministries. And may you have your own adventures in the Spirit. And now we hope you enjoy today's podcast. Hey guys, I want to welcome you to another Adventures in Prophecy. I'm so excited for what God has in store for each and every one of us. And this time, I love to equip people on how to hear God's voice to be used by God, especially in this season that we're currently in, uh, that we all need to draw near to Jesus. The scripture says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. And especially now, we need to hear his voice clearly in every way possible as we draw near into his presence, into into his glory zone, guys. I'm excited for what God has in store for this episode. Please don't forget to subscribe to my podcast, Adventures in the Spirit, on the Charisma Podcast Network. But before I introduce our very special guest tonight, I've got a special announcement for you for the Fellowship with the Holy Spirit e-course. It's available now on charismacourses.com and also the free e-course on the baptism with the Holy Spirit. So please check out this this ad for the Fellowship with the Holy Spirit that you could find on charismacourses.com or even um, on my website, firebornministries.com. Do you want to walk in the anointing of the Holy Spirit? Do you want signs and wonders to take place through you? Do you want to lay hands on the sick and see them recover, or people receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit? Are you looking for a game-changing move of God? I believe that it begins with our fellowship with the Holy Spirit. When I'm developing the Fellowship of the Holy Spirit e-course, I know will equip you and empower you to walk in the love and grace and power of the Holy Spirit, but at the same time, know Him better. I believe that this e-course will equip you and empower you to walk in the power of God, and it will benefit your church community, it will bless you and your small group. I am Jared Lasky of Fireborn Ministries.
And that was the Fellowship with the Holy Spirit e-course. You could get that on charismacourses.com or, or on my website, firebornministries.com. But guys, I'm so excited to be introducing you to Abner Soares. His life testimony is of the goodness and faithfulness of God upon a person's life. As a freshman in college, Abner's life and destiny would be forever altered through a moment of surrender that resulted in a life-changing encounter. Since that moment, Abner's life has been marked with a deep hunger to know God and to walk as an expression of his character and power as a lifestyle. His ministry is marked with the ability to call forth the destiny of individuals, of churches, of cities, and nations of the world. He's been welcomed in a variety of streams in the body of Christ, as well as different sectors of society, including government, education, and business. He is the founder and president of For Such a Time as This Incorporated. He's ordained with the Apostolic Network of Global Awakening under the leadership of Randy Clark. And he holds a Bachelor of Science and Master of Education from Campbell University. And he holds a diploma of Master of Ministry from the Wagner Leadership Institute. And above all things, like me, he's an avid coffee drinker. Abner, I want to welcome you to Adventures in Prophecy. Hey, Jared, thanks for having me on. That is, uh, I think, the longest introduction I've had in a while. Oh, yeah, that's what I had to work with. I actually edited that for you just a little you bit. Edit, you edited it for me a little bit? Thank just you. Just a little bit. Um, kind introduction. So. But it's an honor and a pleasure to have you here. So uh, we, we've been kind of acquainted through our mutual friend, Neil Peterson, my friend, Pastor Neil Peterson. Love you, Neil, if you're watching. Of Harvest. Yeah, he was texting me like just 20 minutes ago. And and I know that you move in signs and wonders and power, but most importantly, it's in the intimacy with Jesus. Thank you so much for being on the program. I, I would love to know, how does God speak to you and, and in what ways does God speak to you? Yeah, if I could just kind of back up for a moment, it's, it's a common question. I think that um, a lot of times we focus on the result of kind of something that's just a, a byproduct of, of what God's called us to. And I think hearing the voice of God is a byproduct of just having a, an intentional life of fellowship and friendship with the Lord. In uh, John, I think it was yeah, John 7, I was reading it yesterday. Jesus says, those who will to do my will will know that my doctrine is from God. And he's making this, this profound statement to me. And it, it's that if you, if there's a sincere desire to know the voice of God, to know a certain attribute about God, you will know it based on the positioning of your heart. And so as you position your heart, uh, you hear his voice. So how does God speak to me? I first it started like as an inward voice. And then as I give, you know, obedience to that, start walking that out, uh, I started hearing, seeing. So it just, it, it, it moves in so many different dimensions now of hearing or thoughts from God, or sometimes you get a thought and you kind of mull it over with the Lord. You're like, no, that's not from the Lord. Or this is from the Lord. So uh, the answer is multidimensional, but usually it's just because I I know God. I I know very little about God, but I know him enough to know what he's speaking. I know what he's speaking to me, just a still small voice. Awesome. How did you learn to identify that still small voice? Um, That's a great question. I, I think that... I don't want to say trial and error, but I remember uh, years ago when I was just sincerely desiring to like, I want to know your voice. Uh, I remember God speaking so loudly to me about something. 
And the interesting thing, it was like a financial thing. And it was like, it was like so undeniable with like, well, I think this is you, but uh, I, you know, let me get confirmation. And because it lined up with the word of God, and I don't think the devil would want me to like give to a ministry or a project or something. I just went and, and just, it was like, yeah, I, I believe this is Lord. Yeah, I believe this is Lord. And just over the years, I would years ago it used to be really now. Now it's just like, hey, I'd like you to do this because I I, I believe the more we grow in it, the more He holds us responsible for it. Right. So, yeah. I I like what you just said right there. The more we grow in it, the more we're responsible for it. You know, uh, it takes a step of faith, and it sometimes it takes a risk even if to hear God's voice. And sometimes we even just got to be like, well, God's going to do this. Uh, yeah. The other day I was at work and a guy mentioned that he had a knee issue and I was like, well, is it okay if I pray for you? And he kind of thought, oh yeah, he'll, you'll just pray for me on your time. But I was like, no, bro, I'm going to pray right now. Yeah. And, and I, I had to put the pressure on God, you know, but Jesus loves people. And mm-hmm. I just prayed real quick. I pointed at his knee and then I was like, and I said, in the name of Jesus, be healed. I command your body healed. And then I was like, now move. And he's like, he stops and then he squats. He's like placebo effect. I said, no, bro. (laughs) He just healed you. So, um, yeah, man. Uh, in in what, in, I I know that in your bio, the really long bio, uh, really long bio. And you mentioned you're in that bio. It talks about how you're, you're being, um, invited to different sectors of society and bringing the voice of God into the different, uh, sectors of society, you're even calling forth destiny. So in what ways, and I, I know that this is the gift of prophecy. So in what ways has God led you prophetically in ministry? And this, this could be um, either how he's led you prophetically or even how he's used you prophetically. Yeah. Um, if I could just back up for a minute on your story there. I, I think it's awesome that you just jumped out because this, this thought just jumped out at me that God's not looking for robots. Yeah. And there's things that if we'll just jump out in faith, he'll back us up. But uh, I, I think the the story that comes to mind, there's several of, I was in uh, a certain nation. I want to mention where it was just to kind of protect some people, but it was the first time I was in this nation And uh, they asked me to speak at this full gospel men's fellowship meeting. And uh, it was, it it was like an early morning and then it just kind of stopped. And they're like, well, you you know, it's your time to minister. And I remember God giving me a very specific word. They told me this, the guy was, who was hosting the meeting was in his home and it was a doctor. And I just began to minister him prophetically. And then it, it was like, literally the glory of the Lord came into this, little, <laughs> this, this little room we were meeting in and he began to weep and he's like, I know what I must do now. And the guy ran for mayor of his town. And he like, it was like a, a literally a miracle that, that he won. He beat an incumbent guy. I think he was in office at least 20 years. He was known to be really corrupt and he, and he became mayor. And he said, that word you gave me, I still, I, I really don't they, the people that were there that there's like, you gave Murray to, I, I really don't remember that part, so I never want to say that. But he did become mayor, and then kind of since then, now he, he's no longer mayor. He lost an election a few years ago. In fact, he was. It's a whole long story. But um, while he was mayor, when I would come into the city, he would just have me minister uh, 
to like his whole inner staff and things like that, because it was like the word of the Lord opened the door and he just, you know, believed in the integrity of the ministry. So that's one of the more powerful ones, especially in government in different places. And um, that this one that just really jumps out to me on affecting literally a, a whole community. Yeah, that's awesome. And so when you're speaking life and destiny prophetically over people, you know, in what way do you sense or you know that that's the voice of God, that this is the word of the Lord for this moment? Um, usually like I'll, uh, I'll it, it's different every time. Sometimes the Lord is like, hey, I want you to give a word to this guy. I, I've gone many times like, well, I don't I don't get well, just just start going for it. And, and then other times, even before I get there, I'll have like this clear laid out thing. You're going to see this person. It's going to be this person. And then that, that is not that, that, like you said, I think the whole prophecy, the gift of prophecy, it's really just this trust thing with the Lord, this faith walk with him. Mm. And, but so when you, you're like, sometimes I get, a lot of times I'll be on a plane and I'll, I'll like have this thought. I was like, Oh, I think that's the Lord. And then like an hour later or a day later, you're, you, you, you run into somebody with all these characteristics. You're like, well, I, I guess this is the Lord. So it doesn't take much faith for that one. You're like, okay, I knew about this either yesterday or two hours ago. The the ones that take more faith is when um, I hear things that really stretch my mind and I'm just getting them in the moment. And usually I know it's the Lord because I was like, I think this is you, Lord. And I, I'll, I got this agreement with the Lord. If it's you and you want me to do it right now, right, I'm in, man. I'm in. Okay. And I got to make sure it's the Lord because this is really out there. And, uh, and, and a lot of times the Lord says, are you going to obey me or, or, or you're not? I said, well, I'm, I'm in. So we just go for it. And we I just, won't. we trust his Lord. But the, at the other side of that, if, if you miss something, just be humble enough to go. Yeah, I missed a turn there. Right. Yeah, I I love that. I I think that right now people are starving for transparency, but also accountability. Mm -hmm. And and that when we miss it, we do need to be humble enough because I think some years ago it used to be like, well, you missed it. And then people were like, well, I'm the prophet of the Lord. And that's what the Lord said. And you're the one that lacks the faith. So yeah, um, I I think right now people understand humans are fallible and we're all in this together, spending time in the presence of God, learning to hear his voice. And Mm -hmm. I think that we can all have entry level prophecy. We can all hear God's voice and Mm -hmm. see forth the encouragement, edification, comforting words. But then there are different levels of prophetic ministry or even the office of the prophet prophet, you know? So, um, how do you equip people to hear God's voice through your ministry? Uh, well, my number one equipping tool is really, if you listen to almost anything could be talking, teaching about the kingdom of God, uh, how did, you know, practical ways nations are discipled. You'll always go back to have a relationship with God. Yeah. Have a relationship with God. Have a relationship with God. Learn the character of God. Be a person of the Word of God. Be make the Word of God your foundation. And when you value those things, uh, there's there's a there's a revelatory spirit when anytime you minister to people when you come to that place. I think my most encouraging testimony is if I'm 
talking to someone just in a conversation or ministering in a public setting that people go, hey, thanks for telling me that. You know, I got real confirmation on that. And I, I know that I know. And sometimes I've listened to recordings of mine that I didn't even talk about that. But because they were in an atmosphere where God was speaking, God was ministering, they heard what they needed to hear in that context. So how do we how do we we just push people to to do those things? And there's certain things, obviously, activations and different things that we use to encourage people. But when you hear God, step out and do it. And also just be willing to, hey, I, I missed a turn. Uh, one of the things that I have discovered that is, I think that a lot of people, a lot of believers, even prophets, hear the voice of the Lord. They absolutely do. But then in the process of hearing and saying that, they assume they, they got the first part right, but then they assume some things about what they said. They assume some conclusions they also believe is the Lord. And I think that's a key thing when people are walking out prophecy, prophetic words. Uh, I, I'll, I'll give you an example. Um, you're going to be this, you're going to have a prosperous business and it's going to really work out well. And that person at the time, they're considering buying this property for, for their business. So they assume that, that God, God has spoken to them, but they're assuming that God is in something that, that he's not in, he's in their business, but he's not backing that up particularly or backing up their interpretation of what, of what they think he just said. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then in, in some ways, like, so you mentioned even activations, you yes. know, um, what, what is a tool in your tool chest that you have to activate someone uh, who maybe they're timid, maybe they've never identified hearing the God's voice, or maybe they've heard God's voice, but they just didn't really understand that that was God's voice. How do you encourage them to, to grab a hold of that thought and then, then speak that out? Um, I think most people, most believers do hear the voice of the Lord. They just dismiss it. Um, like, no, that's just my own thoughts or that's that. So I encourage them, like, we just, you know, what, write down what you're saying and then, or I'll say, we'll do a fun one is just like, Hey, what do you think God is speaking to this group right now? And people who go, I don't hear God like that. I said, just, just write down whatever comes to mind. And when, uh, when it comes to what wh- they'll find out with other more experienced people that they're hearing and they're sensing the very same thing. Uh, there's a group that I'm working with right now. And, uh, one of the things that the people who love being part of this group is that they get on there and they're, they're not vocal at all, but they sit there like, man, I thought that's what God spoke to me this morning. And it's all been played out in this group tonight. Wow. So get around other people that are walking in that, that are confident that they're hearing from the Lord and what they'll do is the two by two model. I think that's what, why Jesus taught us that way. Yeah. I love that. I love that. So I, I enjoy encouraging and equipping people how to hear God's voice and getting that aha moment. Like, Oh wow, I can do this. It's for every believer. It's for every believer. What what is, uh, I know you're, you're, your deal here. I want to ask you, what, what do you do to help people? Okay. So to identify the voice of God, yeah, uh, I usually begin with the, the scripture about how Elijah went to the mountain. So if I'm doing a seminar, you know, Elijah had just defeated the prophets of Baal and then he's going to the mountain of the Lord, which is Mount Sinai. Yeah. 
and there's there's the wind and God's not in the wind. There's the fire, God's not in the fire. There's the earthquake, but God's not in the earthquake, but he's in the still small voice. Because the still small voice is what brought about the commission of Elisha. Too often, I think in the body of Christ, we're waiting for that thunderous boom, that audible voice, when honestly, destinies can be changed and transformed through the still small voice. Yeah. And all of us can hear the still small voice of God. So uh, I I encourage people, you know, it, it might sound like themselves, but or it's that still small whisper. And just begin that way and then you know speak it out. Like if, if I'm out in public, I'm I want to encourage the barista, you know, be like, I'm listening for that still small voice. And uh and it usually, you know, if it it oftentimes is correct, but sometimes it's not. Well, hey, I'm in this process of learning Jesus, Jesus loves you. <laughs> yeah. I think so. you said something key though, because a lot of people dismiss it because it is their own voice. Yeah. But it's God speaking through their own voice to let them know, you know, yeah. I think the, the joy of this is learning how. Sorry, I just want to learn something there for a minute. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, <laughs> and, and I I'll be actually expanding on 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 those things, too, because I believe that all of us, we can all have it's an entry level prophecy. But can you share some stories about the prophecies or prophetic words that have been fulfilled in your ministry? Prophetic. Man, I, I'm a walking result of prophecy. So, <laughs> share your story, man. Share yeah. your story. Uh, um, well, let's see. 24 years ago, I I didn't. I said this last night on the webcast. I was on. I had um, no desire to be in ministry or full time ministry. It's not a gig. It's not a profession. And uh, I just had this sense that night is like, I need to make this intentional choice to completely surrender to the Lord uh, every part of my life. And if I don't do that, somehow my life won't be, won't end up in the manner and the destiny that God had for the purpose that God had for, for me coming to earth. And when I stood up, I literally saw myself going around the world, preaching the gospel, seeing the power of God displayed, moving powerfully and um 24 years later that's why i say my life is a testimony of the goodness of god and there are things that took many years to take place there's so some things and many promises that are yet to be fulfilled but uh god supernaturally orchestrated all of that in my life and uh i know i i i don't say this even jokingly i say uh, i would probably die if I tried to walk out from the hand of God on my life. It mm. would, wouldn't be a good thing. It would not be a good thing for me to make some choice. I, I, there's like, you, I have a free will, but um, I wouldn't want to see what, what's behind uh, door number B if I chose the wrong door or the wrong God choice. Oh so, my gosh. Uh, yeah. Can you unpack that just a little bit? Because I, I think there's something that we we do tend to miss when we're talking about the prophetic office, prophetic ministry, prophetic office. I, again, as I'd said earlier, I believe everybody can be hear God's voice and speak what, what they're hearing from God, entry-level prophecy, but not everybody's in the prophetic office or the prophetic ministry. There's a cost. There's a price to pay. 
if you don't mind, can you unpack what you just said a little bit about the price that you paid? And the because what you're saying here, I I understand the fear of the Lord. You don't want to, you know, you you want to serve him wholeheartedly. And even though you do have free will, you're not going to go the other direction. So can you expand on that just a little bit? Yeah, sure. Uh, number one, yeah, it's exactly the, the fear of the Lord. And um, I could just go back a few months ago uh, where I was uh, on a prayer call and um, it was April, I believe April 26th. I don't have the exact date in front of me. But uh, and this is just one of many, many encounters where there was uh, I saw like torches going all over America. And I've seen similar mm-hmm. things before, uh, but I knew this was different the way these torches, I was seeing them. And then there was uh, an angel of the Lord right here in the little office that I'm in, my little home office. And as these things do, it was like in between the desk and the wall here. and. He wasn't like I, 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 God has opened my eyes. I see angels often um, by his will. I don't like manufacture it, but I knew this one was different. He wasn't there like as a minister, as, as I would describe as a ministering spirit. He was like not looking at me. He was looking through me. Mm. And it was like the fear, like I put my head down and I was like, oh, it was like, it was not like I was afraid um, of God, but I was, I was, I knew that there was a weight in the room, like don't move Uh, in a sense. Yes. I would say not this, not this fear of God, but to fear, to make sure I got it right. And as I'm thinking about this being looking through me, the Lord, I, the Lord's I'm asking like, what is he doing? Like, what, why is he here? And the Lord says, I'm watching to see if you leave this season correctly. Mm -hmm. And uh, I guess that's one example where I've seen, I've heard way too much to, um, in a sense, take myself out of the purposes of God. Not that I don't make mistakes, not that I don't, you know, repent quickly or anything like that. Thankfully, I, you know, like I said, I don't have any skeletons in my closet or something like that. But what I'm saying is that there's like a, a sobriety that I live my life with because I've seen the Lord and it's, it goes way beyond anything I do in public. I, I don't, the, the public stuff that that's just like outside stuff. It's in here that you're, you're rightly aligned with the Lord, whatever, who cares what's on the outside in a sense that that takes care of itself. But if you have the inside, right, everything outside of there is adjusted. And when, when you really, and I really believe that this is, um, this is something that's coming to the body of Christ in America, the beauty of the Lord, the face of God, the, the weight of God. We were praying as a group, uh, a few, um, uh, maybe last week and someone was praying, God, just, just send your glory. And, and I, and I, well, I actually, it was a few days ago. I just saw these keys that without us, as a corporate body repenting properly, the weight of glory that God wants to bring can't come because literally we would die because we, we're not, we, we, we are, our lives are not positioned correctly to receive the weight of glory he wants to give us. So I don't know if that answers the question or not there. Wow. That is so good. That is very, very good. And what's interesting is a friend of mine called me up today and had a dream 
today, this morning, uh, my friend Don Nash, he's one of my my producer for my podcast, Adventures in the Spirit, and he had this dream of a key that was also a whistle and uh, uh, calling people because I served in the Marine Corps. I understood the whistle that's on Navy ships but it's also keys to the kingdom mm-hmm. and uh, so, you know, just some spiritual attacks, but at the same time, calling people to muster, to, mm. to, to rally, to be in formation, warning people, uh, speaking life and destiny over people prophetically, even so. So I'm resonating with this. Mm. And um, I, I know that, that God's been speaking uh, quite a bit to you lately about the current season, this time period that we're in. Can you uh, share what God has been speaking to you? Because March, April, May, I mean, the world is different compared to what it was January, February. You know, what is God speaking to you about this current time period and the next? Yeah, just a few things. Um, I think uh, my worldview, my biblical worldview that I try and embrace, I know some leaders disagree. I don't think that God sent this virus. I don't think that it's like his judgment on the earth, even though I believe in New Testament judgment. But I do believe that it was an opportunity for divine reset and uh, reset is just to see differently. And that we there, there were two things that I believe. I think that it was it was right that, you know, some, you know, leaders began to say, hey, it's time for us to meet again. And I feel I feel like I had a, a directive to pray for my own state to open up. That was correct. But there was also, I think, a cry that we heard from the people of God more of a, a a religious cry, like, oh, we just want it, like, we want to meet again. And it was more like we want to go to back things as normal. I think that the Lord wanted an opportunity for us to go deeply in our hearts, to adjust some things, to shift some things. And uh, I don't like necessarily the, the description new normal, because I, quite honestly, I feel like there's a little bit of like a Babylonian system agenda to try and define what what we'll accept, even as Americans and as believers in certain freedoms and things that I think are important to a free society. But the other sense is, I don't think that God wanted us to go back with the same mindset that he had for us. And um, right now in this season, uh, the Lord gave me a prayer directive uh even before this all broke out, and this is what I'm praying, is that there would not be a civil war in our nation and mm-hmm. that we would we would take our rightful authority and pray properly. But the 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 world system is competing for the affections of the heart of the people of God. And uh and the 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 the, the my point in saying that is that if we don't find our greatest delight in knowing God our affections will be will be somehow um, perverted to see correctly, and I believe that we have to be really, really careful as the people of God, especially even in articulating. I believe that we have to we we do have to have the right voice in this time. Obviously, we do have to have um, uh, a peacemaking idea, but if we don't approach it through the correct lens, I think that. Uh, let me just say what I'm really thinking. I think that a lot of what's being articulated from some leaders in the body of Christ is intermixing of biblical principles with world system agendas, and it's not what the world needs. So good. Say that again. Say that again. Uh, I don't know exactly what I just said. But, <laughs> so, 
intermixing the worldly principles with the scripture and and you're you're absolutely right bro can you prophesy i i feel the holiness of god all over me okay Okay. i feel i don't know if you sense the moment but but let's let's just activate let's see what the holy spirit wants to say through you bro um i give you permission to pray prophesy whatever the spirit leads you to do at this moment okay let's just pray um thank you lord Hmm. I just see, and I and I I've seen these guys before. I just see um, like these two angels. Mm-hmm. And they got um, like scrolls, and they stand out of attention. And I, I believe they're waiting for the people of God to hear correctly what God is saying. And as we capture what He's saying, that it, it and I actually saw this last night, and the Lord's reminding of it. As we capture what God is saying during this time. It will actually open gates of glory over different cities and regions in the United States. And the Lord says uh, to his people, do not be moved by what you see, feel or think, but be only moved by heaven's agenda. For the Lord says there's a clear agenda that I have. And I see like this. I actually see one angel stationed on in the in the in the like New England part, another part in um like the the northwest up into that portland seattle area and it's holding like this scroll that's the only way i can describe it and one's on one end of the nation one's on the other end of the nation and the lord says there's a specific blueprint and purpose from heaven that can only be unlocked in this season through the word of the lord through people positioning themselves correctly and positioning themselves in a place of humility and so the lord says do not look to the media, do not look to even governmental leaders to know the proper agenda for um, unlocking secret and ancient things for the purposes of God to be established in this nation as never before. And the Lord says, make no mistake ab- about it. You will begin to see, even before this um, this season ends, you'll begin to see an unlocking of the glory of the Lord, an unlocking of miracle power upon the people of God and pockets and pockets of moves of God and people gathering once again. And you'll see through the media waves, you'll see through the media waves, you will see the, uh, the, the, the move of God in action in places you did not think. And the Lord says to his people, I caution you not to release judgment and curses and say, this can never be, this nation's going to hell because the Lord says, I want to reverse the curse that's tried to define this land and the antichrist spirit that's trying to mock over this land. And I'm releasing a gavel of justice and true kingdom righteousness in this hour so that my son can be glorified as never before. And I just see the hands of Jesus. It's just like healing people now, healing people's back, healing people's pain. And so I just command any healings, uh, um, right knee, uh, severe back issues, uh, arthritis. And I just, um, I heard the phrase just broken heart. So I just command uh, any broken hearts uh, to to be healed tonight, any hearts that need physical healing. And uh, the final thing I just wanted to uh, just see the Lord doing tonight is the Lord. Um, I just saw like the hands of Jesus like this and just lift people higher. And uh, I just declare that there's in the spirit, this lifting of you higher to see, to hear and declare from God's perspective as never before. 
Amen. Amen. Very powerful. Thank you so very much. Uh, I I know that you you recently um, have a book that uh, that you released uh, within the last couple of years or so. Yeah, uh, we, I, I think my first book was released uh, not it's a little while ago. I think five years ago. But I, I have a new book coming out in. Uh, thankfully, thank you, Jesus. Jesus wrote the book through me uh, in September called "Trust God's Unseen Power to Change the World." Really, really excited about that. Um, yeah, just trusting God. <laughs> That's great. And then what is the best way that people could get a hold of your ministry for more information? Uh, the best way to connect with us is through just uh, abnersuarez.com. And then you can connect through all our social media on there. And uh, if it's okay, we have a, a conference next week, a mini conference actually for Watchmen and Intercessors in North Carolina. It's a free conference. We invite you to come down. Uh, the church building is open in North Carolina. I love it. I love it. Cause I'm up in uh, the Virginia area, Virginia beach, Hampton roads community. Awesome. And uh, some churches are open. Out to rock church and big house church. I, I've, I've ministered there. Some really oh. great communities, all great people, all great people. Hey guys, I want to say thank you so much for joining in on adventures and prophecy. Feel free to share this. If this was a blessing for more information, go to admirsuarez.com, uh, connect with his ministry, connect with what he's got going on next week. This will also be going towards my podcast, Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky on the Charisma Podcast Network, cpnshows.com. Feel free to subscribe to that. Abner, thank you so very much for being part of Adventures in Prophecy, bro. Thank you for having me, man. Really enjoyed it. Appreciate it. It's my pleasure. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for listening to our conversation in Adventures in the Spirit. We hope that this podcast encouraged and inspired you to press into Jesus and launches you into your own adventure. You can stay up to date with Fireborn Ministries by going to our website, firebornministries.com, and like us on Facebook. And may you have your own Adventures in the Spirit. Whatever you're saving up for, A CD from Sandy Spring Bank lets you grow your savings at a guaranteed rate. Right now, earn interest at 5.50% APY on an 8-month CD special or 5.00% APY on a 14-month CD special. Learn more at sandyspringbank.com slash CD specials. Minimum opening deposit to earn the annual percentage yield is $500 for the 8-month CD special and $2,500 for the 14-month CD special. Member FDIC.